welcome back to Radio Fear Macabre. I'm Brandon. Here's Justin. Hello, everybody. Before we get into this, just kind of want to say we were supposed to have an episode out last week. I can go ahead and say what it is. It's uh, Donnie Darko. We already have it recorded and all that, but we didn't get to edit it in time due to some conflicting schedule stuff that we actually talk about at the top of that episode. So next week, you guys are going to get a Donnie Darko episode. And we're going to be talking like it's our first episode of 2022, <laughs> but it's not. And we're also going to be talking about how we're excited to go see Scream. <laughs> but, uh, hey, it's our Scream review. <laughs> <laughs> and no Donnie Darko episode. A film 10 years in the making. Yeah. And uh, the first film without old Wes Craven. Rest in peace, Wes Craven. So, yeah, we're talking about uh, the new Scream movie today. Me and Justin just went and saw it last night. Boy, was it a good time. Oh, it was. We went to the theater. We saw it. There's a lot of people there. Sold out. Quick question. Are we going to call this Scream or Scream 2022? I think we already had a discussion about this yesterday. Yeah. I'm going to say Scream 5. Scream 5? Yeah. Okay. We're going to say Scream 5. For the duration of the episode, we're going to call it Scream 5, but the title of the movie is just Scream. And everybody was kind of wondering, like, why didn't they go with Scream 5? And it kind of explains, sort of, in the movie. Well, 1 through 4 was directed by Wes Craven. Uh-huh. So, that's my opinion on it. They wanted... Well, no, Since no. it was going to be a fresh start, fresh start to the series with a new director, they just went back to Scream. Plus, this is a legacy sequel. Yeah, they, they got kind of meta with it in calling it Scream because... As we all know, like, Scream 1 was about how to survive a horror movie. Scream 2 was about how to survive a horror sequel. Mm -hmm. Scream 3 was how to survive while a trilogy is wrapping up. Scream 4 is about a, how to survive a modern horror in the... Well, how to survive a, a, a remake, yes, in the 2010s. And this Scream movie, they talk about how to survive a legacy sequel. They even said it pretty bluntly. But in the movie, they didn't call it a legacy sequel. They called it a requel. Yeah, which is a term everybody was kind of using like a year or two ago. Which, oddly, I had never heard of. Yeah. But uh, we know them today as legacy sequels. Candyman, Halloween, and those even got name-dropped in the movie when talking about legacy sequels. And they even go into like this whole explanation of what a legacy sequel is. So we know we're in that. <laughs> this is a new movie that just came out, so we're not going to go directly into spoiler territory just yet. But before we do start talking about this movie, we're going to roll you that trailer audio now. so far. Do you have a gun? I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course I have a gun. Something about this one just feels different. Samantha? I'm... I know who you are. I've been through this. A lot. This is your life now, which means that whoever this is is gonna keep coming for you. You ready? For this? Never. Oh, stop. Wait, wait, wait. There are certain rules to surviving. The attacks were all on people related to the original killers. Whatever his link is to our past, it's pulled us all back here. 
I won't sleep until he's in the ground. trailer uh very misleading <laughs> actually watching the movie a lot of those scenes were put together in a way that's really <laughs> not being honest with what happens and i am gonna actually give this trailer fucking props it doesn't tell you everything that's gonna happen in the movie and as a matter of fact it makes you think stuff's gonna happen in the movie that doesn't <laughs> exactly and but it still gives you a, a preview of kind of like the vibe to expect from the movie. Oh, yes, definitely. One of the things I also liked about this movie, this is, you told me this is the first time this has ever happened to you. This movie fooled you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm notorious for being able to, to guess everything that's going to happen in the movie before it's halfway over with. It's kind of like a cool party trick to do when we're watching a movie and impress people. Like, damn, he knows this whole movie. But it also, like, ruins it sucks for me <laughs> uh but um this movie i didn't have that experience and i was thinking about it after i told you like uh this never happens actually this happens all the time with every scream movie scream always fucking gets me i, I can never guess what's happening in a scream movie I guess that's why you enjoy them so much that is why i enjoy them so much <laughs> it's the only it's the only one that can actually like confuse me or make me think like oh shit you know i think that's the point of the movies yeah they're the the surprises and twists and all that are actually like super well thought out in every scream movie and this one is no exception except for three no no that was good you like three i like all the scream movies i do too i just to me, three... People shit on three. Uh, okay, so we're going to get into like our Scream opinions for the whole series right now. To me, personally, there's not a bad Scream movie. Mm. Yeah, no. I, uh, I, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yeah, that's my opinion. That there is not a bad Scream movie. I like all the Scream movies. Just The third one for me just kind of fell flat because it seemed production was rushed. They were trying to hurry to get this out. The time period between them doing the second one and the third one was really short. Plus, uh, Kevin Williamson didn't have his hand in this one. Mm -hmm. Third one, especially when you find out from interviews with Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson what, how, what the third movie was going to be, uh -huh. it was going to be so much better. Well, okay, so on Scream 3 and the time period Scream 3 came out, it's probably good that Kevin Williamson didn't have his hand in it specifically for that frame of time when that movie was getting made because at that time kevin williamson um was fucking tired <laughs> well he was also doing other projects yes time. and fucking tired and those projects not great <laughs> and you know why because kevin williamson was fucking tired <laughs> uh because it was like uh, i know what you did last summer there you go. <laughs> um, Didn't like that one too much? No. No. Did not like I Know What You Did Last Summer. Or any of its sequels. And well, the sequels were terrible. It, yeah. I think the first one was terrible as well. I think all of the uh, We Want To Be Scream So Bad 90s slashers were awful. The only one that did it good was Scream. You didn't like Urban Legends? I hated Urban Legends. I think we talked about this in a previous podcast. Yes, we did. <laughs> hated Urban Legends. Hated I Know What You Did Last Summer. That fucking Cupid one. I hated uh, all of those. Um, Final Destination was okay. Well, that wasn't trying to be like Scream. It was. It was? Absolutely was. It's a slasher. The, the slasher killer is death itself, but it follows the exact slasher formula to a T. It is a slasher. Uh, and it's a meta slasher. They're following rules to not get killed. 100%. If Scream was, if if Ghostface was just the Grim Reaper, yeah, it's it's Scream. But if Ghostface was the Grim Reaper. But going back to why I didn't like three, it was rushed. None of the kills were really creative. There was hardly any blood in the movie, which I'm not saying that's what makes a horror movie great. But it would have been blood's nice to always see. blood's always great, but it's not necessary. Yes. I mean, Halloween hardly had any blood. Exactly. The killer reveal was weak. 
I thought it was great. The only thing I didn't like about Scream 3 and its killer reveal is that it, it kind of just fucks with, like, Billy and Stu's yeah, that's, stuff that's, that's the point the I was, That's the point I was trying to get to. Yeah. It screwed up the whole idea, like, oh, I'm behind all this. I got in Stu and Billy's head, and more specifically Billy's head, it retconned yeah. stuff that didn't need to be retconned. And the fact that the killer was such a forgettable character, like... Sydney's brother! Yeah, Sydney's brother, but... That's, the, an, that's an important character. I'm saying the way he was utilized throughout the movie. Like, when, the, when I first watched the movie and, and stuff like that, I didn't even, when he revealed himself, I didn't even know who the fuck he was. Like he was trying to intentionally keep the spotlight off of himself? Well, he was the producer for the new, new Stab movie that came out. Right, but he wasn't trying to be suspicious in any way. So, what you're you don't like him because he's actually the only good ghost face that we got. He's the only one actually smart enough to not make himself suspicious throughout the movie. Eh. Whereas, go, go back to Scream 1 in the blockbuster with Billy and Stu both acting like serial killers to Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> oh yeah, the movie store? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just my opinion. At least it wasn't like in Scream 2 where it's like, oh, Billy's mom just shows up and she's Ghostface. You see her throughout the movie, but you don't know it's her. And then the, the big revelation isn't that she's Ghostface, it's that she's Billy's mom. I think that's the worst killer reveal and all of Scream. And it's Scream 2, which I love. I can see your point on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said before, I like all the Scream movies. It's just personal opinion. And everybody's opinion's different on it. Yep. At least we know for a fact that none of them are bad. No. They're all good in their own little way. Exactly. We do have a new cast of characters, more slasher fodder. Of course, we got Sidney Prescott, played by Nev Campbell, and Gail Weathers by Courtney Cox. David Arquette reprising his role of her Dewey. Marley Shelton as Judy Hicks. Yep, from Screen 4. Which, for the IMDb page for the new screen, they're still calling her Deputy Judy Hicks. (laughs) And she's sheriff now. Yeah. She's back. Like I just said, she's now the sheriff. They're all coming back. But we have Melissa Barrera as Sam Carpenter, and she's kind of our main character. I didn't catch this in the movie. Her last name's Carpenter. Uh-huh. Has to be a reference. Yes. <laughs> of course. Um, and the fact that her name is Carpenter. We'll get into that in the spoilers, why that's an interesting connection. We have Jenna Ortega playing as Tara Carpenter, her younger sister from the beginning of the movie. You see her in the trailers at the house, kind of replaying the scene from Scream 1 almost. Almost to a T. Almost to a T. And they talk about that scene. <laughs> we have Dylan Minnette playing as Wes Hicks, of course, his name being Wes, reference to Wes Craven. And Judy Hicks, his son. Yep. People may know him from 13 Reasons Why. He's f- main character in that one. Some people may. I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was known for. Before this. Somebody, somebody told me what 13 Reasons Why is about, and it's I'm like, sad. and I was like, I don't want to see that then. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's, I don't feel like going into a show, getting ready to just feel bad. If you're a depressed person, if you already have to suffer from depression, don't watch the fucking series. <laughs> yeah. Jack Quaid as Richie Kirsch. Jasmine Savoy Brown as Mindy Meeks Martin. Mason Gooding as Chad Meeks Martin. They're both uh, brother and sister in this movie, and they are niece and nephew to Randy Meeks. Yep, he is their uncle, and they're the son and daughter of his sister. Yeah. Who was in Scream 3. And we got uh, Sonia Amar as Liv McKenzie. Kyle Gallner as Vince Schneider. It's a good cast. We have Boomer Maze, guys. Party guy number three. I like the party. You like the party? Remember Jackass? Party party man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, uh, speaking of Jackass, that was one of the trailers we saw in this movie. Wow, I can't just, wait to see it. I'm just so happy to see Eric Andre is going to be in it. That's amazing. <laughs> that, that dude is like, he's not even like a physical comedian all that much, except for when he's like going nuts. But, like, just seeing him in Jackass feels right. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see it. Probably won't, we won't cover it on the podcast, but we can't wait to see it. If 
Follow us on Twitter. We'll give our thoughts on there. By the way, hype as fuck for the new Batman movie that's oh coming out. Oh, my God. That new Batman movie looks so good. Everybody's been all like, oh, Robert Pattinson. I, I, dude, he looks like he's going to be amazing. The, the uh, uh, One thing is for damn sure, they did a fucking 100% A-plus fabulous job on that trailer. On that trailer. Yeah. God. That that scene, I... I I fucking cream my jeans about it every time we see it. Or he's walking down that and hallway. The music is like matching the bullet hits. Yeah, they're shooting those fucking AKs or something at him. And it's just reflecting off of him. And you can only see because of the muzzle flash. And he's just coming down this hallway. Just bullets him. bouncing off of him. The drums and the music is going along to the bullets. And he's just looking pissed. <laughs> We love us some Batman. Yeah, and th this new Batman looks like it's going to be fucking badass. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah. I, th this is coming from a guy who currently is suffering from some major superhero burnout. Uh, I, I, I really want to see this Batman movie. Uh, this but, is not a Batman podcast. <laughs> we're going down the rabbit hole. Yep. Uh, but Scream, um, the new one, is really good. Going into this movie, how hype were you? Oh, it's hype as fuck. Yeah. I've been waiting for this movie ever since I first heard it came out last year. Yep, me too. I I had some concerns because of Wes Craven. I was, I'm with you on that also. I think some of the things I was concerned about is in this movie, but overall it wasn't enough to fuck it up. But overall, it, it came out pretty good. I was, I was, I was very hyped to see it. Went with my Scream shirt. I didn't bring the mask. Should have brought the mask. Yes. I was afraid of getting kicked out. Uh, I got kicked out of a mall theater in Seattle for wearing a Spider-Man mask. So. Seriously? Yep. Damn. Yeah. So. Okay. So I don't do that anymore. Also, I'm 31. I'm not going to the mall in a mask. <laughs> Unless it's a COVID-19 protective mask. Of course. Yes, excited as hell for the movie. Yeah, there was some parts of the movie that I didn't particularly like, but it didn't ruin the experience watching the movie. Yeah. I mean, overall, it still feels like a Scream movie. Yes. It doesn't feel like a Wes Craven movie. No. But it, I don't, and that's weird. I don't know how it does that because Wes Craven, uh, Screams are Wes Craven movies. And somehow it doesn't feel like a Wes Craven movie, but it still feels like a Scream movie. Thought about them though during the movie. Oh, of course. I mean, it's, it's hard not to if, you know, if you know about, if you pay attention to like the director and all that. But, uh. The kid's name is Wes. Yeah. The street, Elm Street. Yeah, every town. Every damn town has an Elm Street. Every town has an Elm Street. My There's mom probably. lived on Elm Street. Yes, I know. I used to always <laughs> say that to you. Yeah. There, there was some things. There was some things in this movie. I think with the dialogue in the movie, it seems a bit like this movie's trying to be a bit more like modern and darker and serious, but the dialogue, at the same time, it seems cheesier in this movie than it is in the other Scream movies. Which is saying something, because those were 90s movies. <laughs> and the 90s had an extra layer of cheese to them in every movie. Yeah. Even, like, the ones we remember as, like, taking themselves super serious, you go back and watch, it's like, boy, that's some... Some fabulous cheese. Some, <laughs> some fabulous grade A 1990s cheese from the late 1900s. Alright, so... <laughs> Make us sound older than what we are. No, I'm making us sound as old as we are. <laughs> but when Gail Weather shows up, Gail, she's in the trailer, so this is not spoiler. Gail Weather shows up and she's talking to Samantha, the main character. That whole conversation they have seems like really cheesy. Like there's like pauses in it as if it's a sitcom for everybody to be like, oh my god, it's Gail Weathers! <laughs> <laughs> The camera's just focusing in on her. Yeah. The, the makeup is perfect. The lighting. And it's just like giving you pauses just to look at Courtney Cox. <laughs> Still looks great, by the way. That's another thing. All these all these characters coming back, they, they're getting older. And it's really painful and weird to see. Have <laughs> Campbell still look good. Getting older. Well, you can tell. but Absolutely. But as, out of all th the three of them, she looks the best. You know who I think looks the best out of all three of them? Dewey. Dewey. But maybe that's just because, like, he looks just more grizzled now. And he's, like, he, lo he looks cooler now. <laughs> but, like, you know, then... I'm, I'm used to seeing Dewey as the goofball, right? He's always the lovable, 
goofball, says his lines really weird, like he's nervous all the time. And he was more serious in he this was, movie. He was an asshole in this movie. <laughs> like he, that, he that, still had some funny parts. Yeah, but like, they, they kind of did it with four for, for Dewey. Or it's like, oh, I'm older Dewey now, you know. But he was still, like, still a bit of a lovable goofball. This one is, like, fucking just... I'm fed up with this shit. He's like Clint Eastwood in this movie. <laughs> we got we got a retired Sheriff Dewey Eastwood. Forced, forcefully retired. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird seeing him older. It hurts. It makes me realize I'm getting older. Yeah, they're all pretty much in their 50s now. Stop. <laughs> We'll be there soon. Stop. No. I feel like this body count wasn't as high as probably some of the other Screams. So, you recommend? Oh, definitely. If you're a fan of the Scream series, definitely watch it. Horror fan in general, definitely watch it. There's some things in this movie that I don't enjoy, but it's definitely not things that's like going to make me say this is a bad movie. I, overall, very much enjoyed the movie. So, absolutely, I recommend it go see it and then join us again on this episode for our spoiler review which we're getting into right now. you are now entering the spoiler zone they killed my boy Dewey <laughs> I was going to say the same thing why did they kill my boy Dewey? Somebody had to go from the big I, three. I know, and and just so you guys listening know, me and Justin had a bet going. We didn't wager anything, but we had a bet going. Uh-huh. I said it was going to be Gale. He said it was going to be Dewey. And it was Dewey. And it was Dewey. <laughs> and you saw it happening, too. As soon as he turned back around, he was like, Gotta shoot him in the head. Yeah, oh, yeah. As soon as as Dewey shut that elevator, uh, or he got back out of that elevator, saying, I gotta go back, I gotta shoot him in the head, or he's gonna come back. They were like, no, come with me. As soon as he made that decision and stepped out of the elevator, I turned to Justin, and I was like, no. <laughs> no. And I was like, yep. <laughs> he just pat me on the shoulder. It's time, buddy. Dewey's gone. You know where this is going. I know where this is going. Uh, my favorite character in Scream. I'll go ahead and say, best kill in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. He gets a good kill. He, that, that is, I, that like, if this was the Jamboree, we'd, we'd give that the top trash. He stabs him on, on, on both, as our, I'm sorry, she stabs him on both sides. And unless my theory's correct. We'll get into that. We'll later. get into that later. But uh, she stabs him in the back and in the front. Right in his spine where he had the problems, too. And lifts him up with the knives and lets gravity does the work. Yeah, so I'll, and, I'll get into something later. And, and this, it's an honor. And she also said, because before, when he, she, the killer, oh, yeah, where yeah. she thought she was going to kill him, and he's like, not today. Yeah, when they were struggling with each other, fighting with each other, and he was like, not was today. And then she got the staff, she's like, it is today. She's like, yes, today. Yes. And we're <laughs> like, no, but we do. Uh, so, one of the killers is Amber in this movie. Uh, Justin has a really big problem with that. It's a little high school girl that is able to lift a grown-ass man with two knives up above or basically her head. And when she's wearing the outfit, she's somehow as tall, if not a little bit taller than Dewey. Yeah, she's like tiny. She's like five foot six, five foot five, but when she's ghost face, she's six foot five. Do we have to say five foot six is tiny? No. Or do we have to? No, Brandon, we don't. You're, you're, you're a tall guy. I, look, I, I, I'm an inch taller than that. <laughs> and, um... Hey, but if you put on a ghost face outfit, you'll be fucking taller than Michael fucking Myers. Apparently. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, she can overpower Dewey uh, and Wes unless Wes was killed by uh, Rich, Richie? Richie. Richie. Um, which I'm guessing that's probably the case. Or no, Richie was doing something around that time, wasn't he? With with uh, Sam. This is the thing. Uh, she was responsible for, for... Amber had to do most of the killing. Yeah, because she was with Sam the most of the movie. Richie was with Sam most of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so Amber had to do most of this killing. 
Yeah, pretty much. She overpowered Dewey. That one has to be Amber because Sam was in the elevator uh, and running away. Well, she stabbed him. Or, I mean, Richie was in the elevator running away. And that's another thing about that scene because that scene revealed a lot of things to me. As soon as he was injured, sliced in the arm or whatnot, and he was like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. I was like, I turned to Brandon, I was like, He's, he's the killer. He's one of the killers. You didn't really say much, but oh no, it was it was in my mind as well. Like, like he's oh, he got like one cut on the arm, and and that's all he got. Yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I mean, if Billy and Stu can sit there and stab each other in fucking abdomens, <laughs> yeah, that that's completely passable as a potential killer. There's my theory of this movie that there's a third killer that the movie's not telling us about. That's what I think. Because, I mean, that would explain how how Dewey can get overpowered. Like, I know Dewey is, like, not in the best shape of his life in this in this movie and, and all that, but, like, he should still, like, be stronger than, like, a 16-year-old girl with Tiny a pretty small frame and all that. I think there's a third killer, and I want it to be Stu, of course, but it's, it's probably not Stu. Biggest giveaway, they had scenes together before he got killed. Yeah. They were, there was a scene where she was literally standing next to him, and she's, like, way shorter than him, but, oh, no, when it's Ghostface, Ghostface is taller than him. Yeah. That's a problem. We just pause it for a little bit to look up... The, the height of David Arquette and Mickey Madison, who she plays Amber. Uh, <laughs> David Arquette's 5'10", she's 5'4". 5'2". 5'2". Yeah. And in the trailers, Ghostface is just as tall, if not taller, than David Arquette. So, yeah. yeah. Unless that was something they just people would just forget about or not call that shit out. They should know people go over these movies with a fine-tooth comb, especially Scream movies. We, we have, like... Channels dedicated to finding out if Billy or Stu was the one wearing the mask when someone dies. Like they very well done too. Yeah. So like, they had to have known. So I th- I think either a they were just like being really hopeful that nobody would go back and look at it again, or b there's a third killer. That better, that better be the answer. I think I think, and we'll we'll see it in Scream Six. I think it'll come out in Scream Six. This whole time, there was a third killer that the movie just didn't tell you about. And who's the third killer, Brandon? Well, like I just said a second ago, I you know I would hope it's Stu, but it probably won't be. But that would be really fucking cool if it was. <laughs> and I'm not saying there that there's a third killer just in hopes that it's Stu. This this completely separate from my hopes and dreams. This movie makes more sense if there's a third. If killer. there's a third killer, yeah. I agree with that. Um, that's my biggest gripe of the movie. Yeah. It's not believable. Yes, it's a movie, but come on now. Even in part four, when Sydney's niece was the killer, it was made clear that she didn't do any of the killings until near the end of the movie when she was already revealed. Yeah. People who did all the, the person who did all the killings was the teenage boy, other one. She was locked up in her house the whole damn time. Yeah, most of the time. She maybe killed, like, one person in that movie. Yeah. Uh, while wearing the ghost face, like, you know, not, not counting the hospital. Or she didn't even kill... I, I was thinking about the the deputy, but she didn't even kill her, that's right. No, I shot her, but... Shot her. Which, off topic for a little bit, Scream 4, when, when, when she shot that deputy, it looked like she shot her in the head, but she shot her in the chest. Yeah. But her head goes back like she got shot in the head. That was... They were trying to make you think she got shot in the head. Yeah. And then she comes back up. She's wearing a bulletproof vest. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, no, uh-uh. <laughs> I think I think there's a third killer, and I think they're being very coy about it. Um, I'm with you on that. I think they're doing it intentionally to set up the next movie too. I hope it's Stu. I hope it's Stu as well. Uh, and you know who also really hopes it's Stu. Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard really hopes it's Stu. <laughs> he wants to come back so bad. But instead of getting Matthew Lillard, we got Skeet Ulrich. Gee, I did not expect that. Dead ass Billy Loomis is in this movie. Not even de-aged or anything, Skeet. It's fucking just straight up Skeet playing Billy. 
um, as a as a psychotic uh, sort of schizophrenic vision that Sam is having. I don't think it's a ghost. I think it's it's uh, it's an episode Sam is having because she. You find out in the movie she's actually the daughter of Billy Loomis, our yep. main character, uh, which they play into at the end of the movie, which was really kind of cool, I thought. Um, oh, the way she cleaned her knife? Well, seconds, seconds before the stabbing, uh, she stabs like Billy, and uh-huh. uh, she was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Saying, like, she was going into a serious... This wasn't, like... like this wasn't Sydney protecting herself. This was Sam killing just to kill. Like, well, protecting herself, but going into the mindset like Billy Loomis would be in. Yeah, she was like being good guy Ghostface for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and the way she cleaned the knife was exactly yeah, like, exactly like Billy. Yep. Which also, we didn't need confirmation because we already knew the knife cleaning was exclusively Billy and not Stu. Yep. Yeah, Stu was the double-handed stabbing. Yes. So. And also, he was the clumsy ghost face. Yeah, he was who fell one. over all the fucking time. Yeah, most throughout most of the original scream, Stu was in the ghost face outfit. Yeah, but fucking yeah, Billy's in this movie as as a vision, and and Skeet reply, reprising his role in this movie, and that's amazing. I did not see that coming. Nobody though. fucking did. No. If you told me last year. Hey, this next Scream movie that's coming out, uh, they didn't get Matthew Lillard, but they got Skeet Ulrich. I would be like, you're fucking high. There's no fucking... That character's dead. No, he's in here. Which is actually kind of he, he did really good in this, too. The way you thought they'd bring him back if he was dead was what you thought it was going to be, like a vision or something. Yeah. I mean, you said if Matthew Lillard was in the movie, that if he was his character was, was indeed dead, that you would see a flashback or like kind of like what they did with Billy Loomis. Oh, I was thinking if they included Stu in this movie, it would be like Samantha goes to like the the prison, prison that he's being held at and being like, "Look, I you you're the one who did this shit before. Like I need to get into the mind of this guy so we can survive." And like the guy in the cell turns around and it's Matthew Lillard. It, he's like pure pressure, man. Far too is, sensitive. And he's just like Oh, you're gonna die. <laughs> or something. But no, Skeet, man. Like, and, and he does a good job. I like his lines in it. I like the car ride she was where he was looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah. He's like, it's time for you to get to be like me. Yeah. He's like, they fucking slit some fuckers. It throat. slit some fucking throats. Yeah. He was yelling at her. Uh, that was pretty cool. I'm a, I'm a pretty big... Billy Loomis fan actually so the best one it was it was cool to see him in here still wanted wanted Stu in here man you'll get it in the next episode next movie hopefully maybe if we're lucky I mean Matthew Little he he, he told us in Scream 1 he said I'll be right back <laughs> where are you <laughs> pay attention you could see him in the movies do you think they they kept tradition and had matthew lillard in the background somewhere yep you think so yep do you know so now no. did you look it up or something no oh but i'm sure he was you think he was in the background somewhere yeah it's it is tradition yes he said he's in the background in every single screen movie, even scream four yeah that big farm party he was one of the people partying it up so you think he was in the party in the old stew house yep I think if he's in there somewhere, we, we'd have to go see it again. And but I, I think it, if he's in there somewhere, it's like maybe at the crime scene investigation at uh, the sheriff's house. I'll even take it a step further. I think while they were all in the house at the final act, I believe he was there. Or? Not as a background character. Like I think they're going to make that a storyline that he's never been away. He's been in that around. house? Like, you know how he did the cameos? Like, he made a tradition of being, like, background characters? I think they're going to make that into a storyline where Stu is never gone. Ah, I don't see here that. The whole time. Uh, and it's going to show If they do that, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> that, that would be stupid as fuck. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> was that your original thought, or did you yeah. see that somewhere? No, that's my original thought. No, that'd be stupid, Justin. How would you How would you feel if they're like, no, no, that that little thing that was just a cameo, 
No, that was Stu. When, when you feel like, who the fuck are you trying to play me as? Come on. I would. He's in prison. If he was out of prison, like, he would have already been shot by Sydney. Sydney would have hunted him down. <laughs> I don't think he would go after Sydney. I don't think he would have to. She would find. I think Sydney would just go up to him, and be like, "I'm nipping in this. I'm nipping this in the butt right now before Scream Six or Seven or whatever." I think they're gonna do a redemption arc for him. Does he need redeeming, or yes. can't can't he just forever be Stu? You know, still a dangerous fucking guy. I think if they try to Vegeta him, I think it'll upset me. You think so? Yeah. I wouldn't be upset about it. I would. I mean, there's there's too many like. It's horror, man. Don't make the... the don't turn Michael Myers into a good guy. Yeah, don't turn the killer into a good guy. That only worked for Godzilla. Everything else, don't do that. Because <laughs> I can see them do, making a storyline about that, saying, Sydney, you got to understand, back then, Billy pressured me, and they'll probably come up with some bullshit. Like he says, he said, if I didn't do this, he was going to kill my family and such and such. That wouldn't make any sense. Because he was the most mentally unstable out of all, uh, out of both of them. It was all an act. It was all no, <laughs> no. Billy had reason and purpose for killing, right? He, yes. He it was it all had to do with his mother and all that, and you know, it's not a good reason, but he had a reason. Stu just wanted to fucking kill people, and his character is better for that. Well, it's like he said, it was pure pressure. No. <laughs> that was bullshit. Well, yeah, that, that, that was meant to be like, you immediately saw that, that you're bullshit, you know? Pure pressure. You're not supposed to believe him. That's supposed to be an obvious lie. Not so, the, my mom and dad are going to be so bad at me. <laughs> that was supposed to be him being like, no, uh, him being like completely unaware of the gravity of his situation. And like, oh, you're only worried. That your mom and dad are gonna kill you. You're not worried about the fact that you actually killed people. <laughs> it's supposed to show how psychotic he's only worried about what his mom and dad are gonna think and not the fact that he's murdered people. Anyway, we're talking about Billy and Stu for too long. This is Scream 5, not 1. So, yeah, Billy's in here. Stu's not. I'll get over it. <laughs> Will you? When, he, when Stu's in 6, yes, I'll get over it. What are you going to get over quicker? Stu not being in this movie? Or Dewey being dead? Yes. Well, you see, Stu can show up in the next movie. You know who can't? Dewey. Eh, he can show up in, like, flashback or something. Oh, the, the Jamie uh, Jamie Kennedy? It? Yeah. He has a he has a videotape now. Now, here's how you survive the sequel to a legacy sequel. <laughs> Number one... If you're in an angry mob, you should still stay away from Michael Myers. Because <laughs> you are going to get fucking killed. <laughs> There's not safety in numbers. Go home, lock your doors, or leave the just town. Leave. Just, just leave. leave the town. Just leave. Michael can break doors. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but anyway, how'd you feel about uh, Richie being the killer? You had him pegged from the hospital, sure, but uh, how'd you feel about his reveal when he just pulled out that uh, the inhaler? I, I was fine with it. Yeah? I, it was predictable. Yeah. I mean, Dewey had it right from the start. Yep. Yep. He even pointed that out. He's like, Dewey freaking knew. You, uh, your boy Dewey was right fucking on. I like this character. I found him funny. I didn't. You didn't find him funny? Mm-mm. No. Uh... Well, I mean, I found him funny. I didn't like him. Uh, <laughs> we, I mean, we, we talked about this outside of the podcast. Uh, I don't like that the killers were just crazed stab fans. Yeah. And in the movie, they said it was going to be cra- crazed stab fans. Well, that's the thing. Like, ever since uh, Scream 2, the first thing, like, the cops and every everybody, the like, the general public thinks when there's a new, like, killing spree going on is oh it's just some crazy stab fans mm-hmm. uh, they thought that that was their first initial thought in Scream 1 or not, not Scream 1 in Scream 2 Scream 3 and Scream 4 it's like somebody just trying to recreate stab and then it, uh, the killer always winds up being somebody with more motive than they watched stab and they're trying to do it uh, do that and now 
in this movie, it is just people who watched Stab and wanted to do it. I don't, I don't like that. Not enough to hate the movie, but I don't like that part of it. That's probably where it's going to end up being from now on, because everybody who was connected to Cindy's dead. Yeah, but like, and they also tried to like they they tried to connect it to 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 commentary on fandoms today and toxic and yeah toxic fan bases and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Look, like yeah, every now and then you get some psycho who's playing Call of Duty and like gets shit talked and called a cuck by somebody from Texas and they drive across the country to kill the guy. That's happened, sure. Yeah. I feel like we didn't need that part of it. If you, I mean, yeah. That's, a lot of new movies are going to be like that. And maybe I'm being too hard on their motives because, I mean, Billy and Stu, their whole thing was that we don't have motive. Well, Billy's had a motive. Yeah, but their whole thing was not having a motive, though. But their explanation for not having a motive was good, too. Yeah. It also would have been better if they just didn't say why they did it. But then there would have been people whining, oh, they never explained why they did it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> now you're going to have people whining because they're stab fans. Like me. <laughs> and the thing about it is, they're like, we're, they were trying to explain, we're gonna make this a great movie because they were like, because they were thinking this was a movie. Yeah. And it was like, it's not gonna be shitty like Stab Eight was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, Dead Meat is in the movie. Yeah. James and Chelsea from the Dead Meat YouTube channel and podcast are in this movie, and that's pretty cool. Uh, Justin, when do we get to do that? Very soon. Okay. Cool. I'll I'll hit up. <laughs> I'll hit up so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a, I'll, I'll get in touch with my guy that knows a guy that knows another guy. Oh, your connections from The Walking Dead? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll hit up my connections uh, from The Walking Dead as well. A guy named Renus? Yeah. <laughs> I'll hit him up, that guy I met once in a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> in a hotel lobby. Hey, you remember me, man? Hey, Norman, long time no see. Who the fuck are you? Um, I was in zombie makeup. When we met each other, <laughs> just pretend that that's not there and it... recognize me now. No. You the guy that tried to give me a left handshake? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like in the beginning of Scream 5 when he does his first kill, how in the background he tranks the car up and it plays the old classic kind of like ghost face theme yeah. music. Yeah. Also, interesting about this, uh, about Scream 5 this is the first Scream movie to where the opening scene the victim doesn't die yeah uh, that, that was something I wanted to point out this movie uh, it has less kills than any of the other Scream movies and it also has more people survive attacks from Ghostface yeah like 3 or 4 yeah they get stabbed they get almost killed and then they survive uh, it has like yeah, you know, like I said, like three to five people. Thinking about it from that point of view, these ghost face killers suck. Yeah, these were the worst ghost faces, like at killing. They just couldn't do and it. And it's because it's mostly just Amber. But she can kill Dewey. I know. That's another problem. But she can't finish off um Teenagers. The teenagers. You know why? They gotta be in the next one. And you know, they're anybody who survived a stabbing in this one are gonna like be the first ones to die in the next oh, one. Oh the meat twins, the meat brother and sisters, they're they're yeah, dead. They're dead the next movie. Their ass is gonna get dragged into yeah. a fucking Which sucks because my my favorite character comedy wise was actually Mindy Meek. She was she was my favorite character in that movie. The scene that she has where she's watching stab one and the scene where uh the guy portraying Randy is doing the whole like, no, Jamie, look behind you, that scene. And she's like, no, look behind you, Randy. And stab face is stab face. <laughs> stab face. Well, that's the that's that's my name for the stabs ghost face. Stab face. Yeah. Uh, stab face is going is behind up. the Randy character. And then ghost face is behind her and, and in the middle of in the middle of her screaming at the TV no look behind you look she's like I'm in this situation ain't I oh, and she, she looks behind her she's like oh shit <laughs> and she gets stabbed but she lives her brother gets stabbed in the thigh hits an artery and then he like silently lays there in the yard and somehow lives I'm surprised he's did his girlfriend survive oh she got shot in the head yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, cause she's like, Amber shot. Because they were all kept saying, You're the who's the killer? Who's the killer? 
And okay, like what's she, the she was looking at Amber. Go? She's like, no, you're definitely the fucking killer, Amber. It's gotta be you. She's like, yeah, yeah. you're right. Bam. Shoots her in the fucking head. Are you sure though? Or she didn't get shot in the chest. <laughs> Gail Weathers slapping Dewey for only sending a text, which was funny. <laughs> that text. They 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 go. Sam. Uh, wants to go talk to an expert because her sister got attacked. They go to talk to Dewey. And this one, he's just like Clint Eastwood. Make my fucking day, Dewey. <laughs> uh, so they go to talk to him. Dewey's just an asshole immediately. And they knock on the door and he's like, give me one good reason why I should talk to you. I'm the daughter of Billy Loomis. And he opens the door and he's like, that's not a very good reason to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> but they tell him what's going on and he calls Sydney. And then he texts Gail, uh, Ghostface is back, don't come here. Don't come to Woodsboro. And then he says another text, hope you're having a nice day, smiley face. (laughs) He's like, I shouldn't have sent the smiley face. (laughs) And then Gail Weathers shows up in a van with with a crew, and she sees Dewey, and she runs up to him, starts slapping the shit out of him. (laughs) A text, Dewey! (laughs) And you find out, because uh, they did try to get back together after 4. Uh, I think at the end of 4, they were all, like, snuggled up on each other. Uh-huh. Like, they were going to try to make it work. They move out to, what was it, New York? Yeah, New York. Uh-huh. And then he just sneaks out at night without telling her. He just couldn't stay there. Yeah. Instead of talking to her about it, come on, Dewey. What the fuck? Yeah. Another funny scene with him was when they're all together talking about, you know legacy sequels and they're like uh, I think Wes was a character who's like oh he's like everybody's a suspect well why ain't you a suspect dude he's like you got stabbed seven times you were forced to retire you have to live your life for the limp and you're and you left your hot ass wife you have plenty of reason to be a suspect and then dude was like well I think you're a suspect because that cut pretty deep <laughs> I think you're a suspect because that cut really deep <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> and the other scene where they start talking about legacy sequels and Dewey's just looking at them, shaking his head like, I, sh- I should have stayed the fuck at home. Yeah, it's like he knew. <laughs> yeah. Because they were like, anybody can die in a legacy sequel. Anybody. And that's when Dewey was like, I should have stayed at home. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next kill is him. Well, no, the next kill is the sheriff and Wes. Right, yeah. But shortly after that, it's him. I think it's like, like he knew that he was going to die because it's when he had the phone call uh-huh. with Sydney. Yeah. And he was about to be like crying and shit. I was like, oh. You, you kind of had that feeling it was going to happen. I was I was hoping my boy dude would be okay. And like, this isn't like, like he's been stabbed before. So I was hoping as he was getting stabbed, maybe, you know, they're going to see him on a stretcher, like holding the thumbs up again, like the last time. No, like he did. He was like, when he came out, he was, he was in a body bag. Dead eye. No, before that, it was like he's yeah. just laying there, dead eyes, staring up at the ceiling, mouth open, just that that dead movie look. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> David Arquette's not going to be in any other movies ever. <sighs> ever? What movies has he been in in the last 15 years that's not screen? This movie could be what brings him back into movies. True. Yeah, I liked how they talk about how movies got shitty and it's worse and worse. Yeah, uh, and on all on Twitter, everybody was going crazy over the screenshots of a metallic ghost face mask, and uh, the guy, the ghost face wearing the metallic ghost face mask, fucking ripped. You could see his shoulder and his bicep, uh, and everybody's like, "This ghost face is fucking ripped." No, that's stab eight. <laughs> <laughs> He had a flamethrower, and you could tell they were doing a whole, like, superheroes are popular now, so they had, like, this big-ass muscular ghost face with a flamethrower just super, going nuts. Super ghost face. Super ghost face. They had Super Freddy, so it had to do Super Ghost Face. Super Freddy sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they were like, ever since after Scream 4, the movie, I mean, after, after Stab 4, the movie's just been shitty. <laughs> Stab is the whole remake has nothing to do with any of the storylines ever. It's just awful. So, Brandon, when the movie first started, who do you think the killers were? Uh, for a while, I had to get a, a feel for it if they were doing a Scream 3 where there's only one or not. Now that the movie's over, I think there's three secretly, but I don't know who the third one would be. 
and it's still just a theory. But I can't confidently say who I pegged early on as like they're probably the killer. I think I was left guessing pretty much throughout the whole movie. I didn't like commit to like they gotta be it. I thought after the opening scene that the little sister was one of the killers. Yeah. Just they pretty much because I said that's the first scream movie to where victim survived you saw the killer like was going for the killer that it cuts what happened yeah she got drug yeah and the, the killer was about to do the final stab to kill her and then it just cuts to the title screen yeah they never showed what happened did they yeah. they just said later like oh she got attacked yeah they really didn't go but the cops were showing up at that time Maybe you could the cops hear, got the, there hear the sirens up. and stuff so they probably so Amber probably dragged her into that back room, was about to stab her, and around that time she could hear the police outside, so she probably booked it. Actually, no. No, they did that to get Sam there. Because Tara was never the target. But you don't know that until yeah later. But yeah. after I saw that, I was like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing was just to get Sam like there. she survived, huh? Hmm. I felt like, because it did cross my mind, maybe Tara, but... I, I felt like that would have been way too similar to Scream 4. Yeah. With, um, what's her, what's her nuts? Jill. Jill, with Jill. And it would have been... What's her nuts? Yeah. It would have been way too similar to that. And I feel like they wouldn't have went for that. But, uh, at that point, that was how I thought the killer was. After, before the movie even started, uh, I thought, this was a wild guess, just Wes. Wes. I thought he would have been the killer, but <laughs> he's one of the first. He's the third one that gets killed in the movie. Yeah. I think Wes was probably the first one to raise my suspicions. Yeah. He kind of had that killer look. Yeah. Uh, I thought Amber kind of early on, but then I was like, nah. I think it was like, they're making it too obvious. Yeah. But, yeah. I wasn't sure about her. They were making it too obvious. But... As I was keeping watching the movie, I still had my suspicions on Tara. But, like I said, after the hospital scene, I was like, yeah, boyfriend's one of them. And I was <laughs> I was damn near 100% certain. You, you, you would check that on the list. You're yeah, like, he's I one. Chiseled that one in stone. Richie. Yep. Ghostface. Yep, one, at least. Yep. I thought before the movie even started, they may have went a different direction. Like, like you said, a third killer. Yeah. And... I really agree with you on that theory that there is a third killer because it's never been done before. Uh-huh. I think that's what's going to happen. But I didn't expect Amber just because they were making it too obvious. I thought it was the other girl. I thought Liv was the other killer just because she seemed a little bit more fit and was taller. And, and Mindy had that line, you're too boring to be the killer. And then she was getting all serious and I was having huge... She did have a psycho moment. Yeah, and it reminded me of the video store in Scream 1 where both yeah. aliens do. Yeah, <laughs> acting like serial killers. I thought it was her, even like the scene where she got shot. When she was screaming, oh, you're the killer, I thought she was going to be one that pulled out the gun or just said stuff after she was freaking out. Yeah. But it was the exact opposite. At that point, I was thinking it was getting too obvious for Liv to be... At that point, then the ghost. Or when she comes in, she's got blood on her hands. She found her boyfriend in the yard. Uh, I was like, mm, it'd be really disappointing if they're like doing this cop out or not this this uh, fake out, and it winds up not being a fake out. That'd be kind of weak. I just reminded myself of one line when the sheriff is on the phone while driving, and Ghostface called her. Ghostface was like, "You have like this long to get to the house, or I'm gonna kill your baby boy." And she turns around and she tries to call him and he's not answering. Ghostface says, Have you ever seen Psycho? And then it cuts to the shower head turning on. <laughs> well, they also do a kind of a Psycho cutaway on the Creep Show, but you hated that one. Yeah, but this was like way more tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You ever seen Psycho? This wasn't, this wasn't them straight up ripping off Psycho. But the camera angle was perfect with the shower head. Yeah. That, that that was good. That was a good touch. I like that. Uh, this movie kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. 
Yeah, same here. And it kept me guessing the whole time. And if it can do that, I'm a fucking fan. Same here. I had a suspicion they may have killed off more than just one of the big three. You have a suspicion that they did? I had a suspicion. Oh, that they would. That they would have. Oh, okay. Killed more than just one. Hell, I was even thinking, hell, they might just kill all three. Yeah, we said that in our bet. You know, I was like, okay, so I'm, I'm gonna say they're, they're killing Gale. You said they're gonna kill Dewey. And I said they're just gonna kill Cindy. And I said, watch us be wrong, and they either kill Cindy or they kill all three of them. Well, if they would have killed all three, none of us would have technically lost the bet. Because all of the characters we thought died, died. Yes, and you're just very happy that I lost the bet. <laughs> Are you, though? Because you lost Dewey by winning the bet. It sucks to see him go, but one of them had to go. <sighs> they didn't have to. Though, I guess if they if none of the legacy characters died, we all would have said, of course all three of them survived. This yes. is bad writing. I think they're going to continue doing this. They're slowly just going to... We got two more Scream movies coming, and in each one of those... Somebody's gonna die. Gail's gonna die in one of them, and then Sydney, or the other way around. Sydney's gonna be the last one. Do you think so? Why would they... They... Okay, so uh, I didn't want to bring this up. um, At the end, when they stab Sydney, and they say anyone can die in a requel, I thought Sydney was done there. (laughs) I'm saying Cindy. I meant Sydney. I that, thought that's scary movie. I thought, I thought Sydney was done there for for like a, a split second. Okay. Yeah, when she was falling to the ground, I was like, oh no! And then she kind of like got it back up on her hands and knees. I was like, oh, and okay. Gail was like, stay with me, Sydney. And I'm like, okay, she's gonna be okay. But when she got that initial stab, and they said like, anyone can die in a requel, I was, I was like, like, oh, they're doing this. Are you sure? <laughs> the outrage. No, yeah, the Scream fans would not have... I mean, there's already going to be outrage over Dewey, but the, if they killed both Dewey and Sydney, Oh. And just left Gale? Yeah. Twitter would have been hot today. That's uh, already hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. About Dewey. And Skeet. Oh, yes, but that was in happiness. Yeah, but... Except for the Stumacher fans, Matthew Lillard fans are like... Ooh. I'm in that camp, but I'm not upset that Skeet... You're not going to go on Twitter and bitch about it. No, I'm I'm, I'm ecstatic that Skeet was in this movie. Yeah, but there, I'm just saying there's going to be Stu Mocker fans that are going to bitch about it. Yeah. The the Stu Mocker stands. Yeah. The people who like post just a shit ton of pictures on their Twitter of Billy and Stu. Well, people just love Matthew Lillard in general. Well, he's a lovable you guy. Yeah, any Scooby-Doo memes or... <laughs> Yeah, and Ultra Instinct Shaggy memes. Yes. That's only, how I've that's how used, Stu's gonna come back. I've only used just point zero five of my full. You're just power. gonna you're just gonna see in the next screen movie at the big climax, like this hole is just gonna rip through time and space and and, and Matthew Lillard's gonna come out as Shaggy and he's like, Apparently in this universe I'm a killer man. <laughs> Well, I don't like this reality. In this reality, I only have 0.5% of my true power. Yeah, final thoughts here. Uh, This movie is not a Wes Craven movie. It is a good Scream sequel. Yes. It's been one we've been waiting for for a long time. Wes Craven would have been proud. Yeah, I think he would have been happy with it. Yes. I can't really speak for him, but I think in my mind that Wes Craven would be happy with it not pissed off like he was when other people did Elm Street. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Ghostface was in good hands. I just wish Freddy was also in good hands. But, hey, this movie is doing really well. Already took overtook Spider-Man in the box office. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man's a few weeks old right now, but that's the biggest superhero movie going on right now, and the fact that Scream can overtake it in some capacity, pretty fucking impressive. Hopefully it stays on the good track because more people watch the movie, more likely another one's going to come. Well, the the next one's already greenlit, but that's going to do it from us. I hope you guys enjoyed the movie as much as we did. Oh, yes, definitely. So until next time, we'll be right back. Oh.